0: AOPA presents Never Again True Pilot Stories from the World of General Aviation. In this episode, don't land on taxiways. Just, just don't. Find out what led a pilot to do just that in Six Right Surprise by Doug McGill. Cessna 19er-29er Foxtrot, clear touch and go, runway six right. The Burke Lakefront Tower controller's voice was crisp and authoritative. I love that professionalism and my ability to be part of a brotherhood where the rules were clear, communication precise, and expectations high. I acknowledged the clearance with my own crisp 29er Fox and reduced power, lowering the flaps, and went through my pre-landing checklist. Few things are more invigorating than a clear fall afternoon and being able to fly. I had departed Cuyahoga County Airport in Ohio after doing a few touch-and-go landings there. Cuyahoga is a busy airport, and it has a lot of corporate traffic. They were doing repairs to the main runway for a few weeks, so I was using the taxiway to take off and land, which required a great deal of precision. Having recently soloed, every flight alone was an experience, every landing a success, and every moment aloft a peon to an inexpressible sense of freedom and the joy of a perspective that few people get to have. The flight to Burke Lakefront Airport was only a few minutes as the fields are close together, Burke is along the north shore of Cleveland and was a great place to practice touch-and-go landings, as there are always crosswinds. I wanted to increase my level of professionalism and become proficient at crosswind landings. Today was the perfect day for it. Maybe a 20-degree crosswind at 8 to 10 knots. A great combination. Strong enough to be challenging, but below the threshold of dangerous. With northeasterly winds, my landing patterns would be over the lake, which is beautiful, and gives a great view of the city. Crosswind landings are an essential skill if you want to do any cross-country excursions in an airplane. While airports are aligned with the prevailing winds in their location, rarely are those winds exactly down the runway. It's a great test of airmanship and requires constant adjustments of ailerons, rudder, and elevators. Here, the crosswinds were kind. My feeling of aircraft control was excellent, and my descent was smooth. One of the difficulties of learning any new skill is getting the picture of everything that is going on. You are attuned to changes, oblivious to distractions and feeling in control. The hard part is not obsessively focusing on one or two things at the expense of others. It's easy to focus on the immediate issue, speed, rate of descent, alignment with the runway, while letting other things move to the background. Anyone who has ever played football knows that feeling of getting the picture amid noise, contact, mistakes, and following what the play is designed to do. It takes a while, and it isn't always there. Quarterbacks know it best, as they have to be aware of their blocking while scanning the field and looking off defensive backs while simultaneously avoiding potential tacklers. Crossing the runway threshold, I was at a great altitude, and into ground effect, everything was perfect. I chopped the throttle, heard the left wheel chirp, lowered the airplane, and immediately felt it rolling smoothly down the middle of the runway— Flaps up, I added power and right rudder to counteract propeller torque, and we were smoothly back into our natural element. I was exultant and mentally slapping myself on the back for a great crosswind landing, hoping the controller was watching and nodding at the professionalism. The radio crackled with an angry tone. Cessna 1-9 or 2 or Foxtrot, you were cleared touch and go on runway 6 right, not the taxiway. My cheeks flushed, my ears burned, and my heretofore feeling of professionalism shriveled into a tight ball of extreme embarrassment. I had been so focused on the details of a crosswind landing that I had carried the sight picture of my taxiway landings at Cuyahoga County into my approach at Burke. The taxiways looked the same. I was using my memory of the correct approach picture at one airport since the taxiway looked like what I was used to landing on. I really wanted to shrink down, disappear into the airplane, and slink away, if an airplane could slink. But in the aviation business, there is nowhere to hide, and I could well be written up to the FAA, which would put a long delay into any flying ambitions I had. That also could have been really dangerous if there were another aircraft on the taxiway or taxiing to it. I was lucky, no one else was active at that time. Still, I wondered if there weren't a few snickering pilots listening on the frequency. Fortunately, an aircraft call sign is not a clue to your identity without some detective work. 2-9 or Fox. I, uh, yeah, I've been practicing at Cuyahoga County and they're using the taxiway. So it just looked right. My apologies. I'm still learning. That's obvious. Cessna 29er Fox cleared touch and go on runway 6 right, and this time let's see you do it as well as you did last time, except on the runway. There followed one of the tightest and most precisely executed crosswind, downwind, and base to final approaches ever seen. I greased it on one wheel again, but on the runway, and was ready to hightail it back to Cuyahoga County. 29er Fox, well done, and on the runway this time. We'll see you next time. Two Niner Fox, thank you, sir. I couldn't wait to land back at Cuyahoga County on the taxiway and find a nearby bar to lessen my shame for a while. Still, shame is a good teacher, and the lesson of situational awareness was brought home in a real and striking way, never to be forgotten. I've used that story in speeches and in training employees. There's always one more thing to be aware of, And one more thing you may not be thinking about if you are too focused on the immediate task or the immediate reward. The lesson works in business and in relationships. Oh, and gratitude, too. I sent a note to the controller thanking him for being part of my learning process. I suspect he knew my embarrassment was the only learning needed to become a better pilot. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out the AOPA mobile app, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at aopa.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earle. Thanks for listening. Fly safely.